What's up? Welcome back to the slums. Home of the slumcast. We're here in the slums about 15 minutes later. And we're here to talk about some travel stories. The boys have been to every corner of the earth. Not actually. We've seen a lot of sights. We've done a lot of things. Met a lot of cool people. We're here to talk about it. Everybody give me one more what's up. Evan. What's up? Nathan. What's up, guys? Steve. Hey, And we got Jake to my right. Hello. And it's me. I'm also Steve. Thank you for listening. Let's just start it right up. Steve, you were talking a little bit about Italy, about Rome. Mm-hmm. Give us the action. What's up? Yeah, so um, we flew into Rome. Uh, we, w- we went to the Vatican. Vatican, at- Vatican Museum, absolutely beautiful. Um, number one place I've ever been to is the Vatican. Like, just chock full of just greatness. Um, and then... We took a train up to Florence again. That was beautiful. Just driving through the um, Italian countryside, amazing. But Florence was actually like, if I were to choose one or the other, like Rome or Florence, like to live in, a hundred percent Florence. Florence is absolutely beautiful. The Duomo there is incredible, um, and just the the streets and just uh, the town of Michelangelo and just um, seeing Wait. the. Is a town called Michelangelo? No, no, no. Just like that's where he lived. That's oh. where he was. <laughs> Big history moments from that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. But, um, yeah, it was just beautiful. I loved it. Um, it, it was it was a good time. My sister was studying there. Um, she was studying abroad there her junior year. So we met her out there. And she took us to all these, like, different cafes, um, pizza there. Incredible. Um, just the food. I love Italian food, so I was, and <laughs> I love gelato. I didn't realize I loved gelato until I got there. Gelato was yes, in- incredible, um, but yeah, it was it was a great time. Just beautiful city, beautiful sunsets. Like we, we were at the um, uh, overlooking the whole entire city, and it was a sunset. And all of us were drinking wine and uh, just looking over the city and just taking pictures and just enjoying the moment and it was just absolutely incredible so but yeah it was overall great time vatican amazing uh got to see the pope but yeah, oh, uh, yeah you just answered yeah, my question you yeah you know i just saw this guy the pope you know yeah. pope francis so you've seen him twice yeah i've seen him twice once in panama and then once yeah, in the we vatican saw, we saw our boy papa francisco in panama for a yeah day. that was we we're like five feet away from him yeah oh that's insane. cool yeah yeah so, yeah, we saw uh, we we saw him celebrate mass. Um, it was incredible, and yeah. in the most Gen Z fashion ever, mm-hmm. I, I used that moment to take a Snapchat selfie with the Pope as he drove by. <laughs> Not necessarily my proudest moment, but it makes for a good meme. Yeah, no. It, it, so yeah, I've seen him twice. Been very lucky to see him. Actually, no, I've seen him three times because I saw him uh, in Philadelphia one time. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. He was just in Philadelphia. I yeah. forget why, but. So I've seen him three times. Well, what was your favorite uh, flavored gelato? What was your favorite? Fair flavored gelato? Yeah. Or maybe top two. Maybe top two or three. I don't know. Like, I, I like the, like, just, like, I like chocolate. Like, I, I like kind of basic. Like, I don't go all around. So, like, just, like, a vanilla or a chocolate, like, for me is really good. Nice. Um, but, yeah, I was experimenting with a couple different things, but... Uh, yeah, it's just it's a different breed. It's built different. Uh, yeah. it's just built oh yeah, different. it's just crazy. It's it's amazing. But yeah, so that's yeah. But so Jake's kind of like our travel guy. So Jake is here for a very important reason. That's because he's, I mean, 
in the words of Johnny Cash. He's been everywhere, man. Um, he's he's done a lot. So Jake, we want to hear a little bit about that. Tell us some stories. All right. What, what's your story, brother? So, so I'm from Japan and Washington State. I've been there for in, for five and a half years in both places, um, and I've traveled around the world because well, my dad was my dad was in the Navy, so uh, it offered plenty of opportunities for cultural like integration or how do you call it like uh yeah exploring culture and all that and uh i even picked up japanese while there so konnichiwa genki desu ka <laughs> that's dope <laughs> what does um, that mean that's hello how are you genki means like energy so it's like literally saying like how's your energy like how positive are you almost that's cool tired. That's, i like that yeah. i like that a My lot. No, it tired. wasn't it wasn't like actually a question oh. it was just... <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah there's uh i think uh so i lived in northern japan and southern japan I want to say I love northern Japan because, right, there are mountains. I get snowboard all the time. Yeah. But then uh, southern Japan was where it's at. It was like a 45-minute drive to Tokyo. Like, yeah. we'd go there, like, at least three or four times a week. Like, really? It was, yeah. It was it was amazing. I, I loved How it. How was Tokyo? It's – think think of New York, but just cooler. I, yeah. mean, I may be a bit biased, maybe. Um, but, yeah, they it's have – It's so condensed. I hear it's it, – It is yeah. – It's really exotic. Like, lights are all over the place. Um, Colorful. Why was that I'll, your definition for exotic? I don't know. <laughs> you got lights all around this room. Yeah, I mean, but I like. I feel exotic. like. I feel like what the videos that I've seen on YouTube, like yeah. with people like blogging and stuff like that. When they, as soon as they get outside from wherever they are, it's like it's nighttime. Kind of like Times Square. It's, it's nighttime and yeah, Times Square. Okay. But Japan. Just, oh always, yes, it's always yeah, yeah, nighttime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the Japanese version of Times Square, Olga, I can't, I think it's Shibuya. It's like, right, as soon as you step outside the train station, it's the big four, um, uh, you know the album cover of the Beatles, the, the yeah. four of them walking? Think of that, yes. just expanded Times Square on four corners of these like roads. A four-way, like a four-way intersection. Yeah, yeah, four-way intersection, is, it's huge, Jesus it's amazing, Christ. I love it. Um, yeah, and they've got, um, you know how Chicago has like the bean? Little, yeah. Yes. On one of these train station train station entrances, it think of the bean, but as a a doorway almost with the, all these glass mirrors like pointing everywhere, and you walk in, it's just, it's crazy, it's it's amazing, and uh, yeah, and then they have the I've been inside to Tokyo Tower, and like on one of the panels, they took out one of the like floor panels and put in glass so you can see what it's like down below that's terrifying it, it was <laughs> i wouldn't step on it as like a, a 12 year old i wouldn't do it, it was, I, it's scary. you were 12 at the time when you did that yeah i was 12 at the time jesus christ yeah i, I still wouldn't do that even <laughs> at my age now i'm, I'm, I'm afraid of heights oh uh, yeah don't forget then, nate is still 19 <laughs> uh, and then the rainbow bridge is it is as cool as they portray it in cars 2 it is it it's rainbows it's it has the loop-de-loop -loop, you know yeah and it goes across the river it's it's really nice um yeah and yukuska was that's where uh um yeah it's it's where the naval base is so that it was kind of cool living there they've got the japanese really like the um the americans like coming by and like visiting everywhere because it's just especially if you learn the la their language a little bit they'll be so impressed that they're like this is awesome that's it's, awesome yeah well, you, it is really cool actually did you ever get to like see the set of where they shot the karate kid no, oh. no, <laughs> that would have been cool. <laughs> no, um, oh, and then no. <laughs> what kind of question is? I don't know. Out of every movie, actually shot in the U.S. I I'm pretty I sure it was like shot it, in the U.S. I was gonna say I feel like that was definitely shot in some 
hills in California. But but the sensei with the bonsai trees, that's a legit art. Like they you they I love the, bonsai. These old men will and women will sent will sell their bonsai trees and for you to cul- cultivate it yourself. It's it truly is an art. It's How really beautiful. How much is a bonsai tree? <sighs> if you had to give a rough ex- e- estimate, I can't even talk. Um you could get some of them sell for, if I remember correctly, three hundred to Jesus sixty bucks, like any anywhere between there. Yeah. It's expensive. It it is. It's. And then there's the really perfectly cultivated ones that people cultivated for you that you end up paying five grand for. But yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm just gonna go ahead and buy the Lego one. <laughs> it's already made for me. Safer move for the slums. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I kind of yeah. get annoyed paying my car insurance. Um, I don't think I could buy a tree for that much. Like I do respect it. I love it. Um, I think about it, but I think that's just like a priority. There is like I think it's like it's a it's a culture thing. Yeah. And but then, where else? Where else? Um, other than Japan, did you say you're in Hong Kong? Yeah, I was in Hong Kong once. So uh, my dad was deployed on the aircraft carrier, and so we flew to go see him in Hong Kong. And uh, it the hotel was that it wasn't five stars. It was more like seven or eight stars out of five. It was a lot. their buffet amazing every every morning you go to the exclusive lounge you got everything the chartay boards or i don't even know how to pronounce it was amazing it was as if they were catering right to you which i mean i guess they kind of yeah. were <laughs> and then uh yeah and then we went to hong kong disney and oh, we wow. took the, yeah that that was it, it's not as impressive as the american ones really but yeah, it's not it it's because it's come it's on not. we gotta win something here dude. <laughs> <laughs> their and, Times square is top tier but our but, our disney <laughs> but okay so you know how uh you know how when um visitors come to the u.s or actually you know how we're a melting pot so it's like everybody looks yeah. different when americans go to hong kong or japan the teenage girls literally want to take a picture with you they would they don't even ask they'll pull you aside and take a picture with you and it's, it's like a 12 year old boy Dude, I was living the dream. <laughs> it was, yeah, they'd pull you aside. Oh, can we picture? Click, move on. Another hundred feet, another, and it'll happen again. Even on the train. You right? felt like, I don't know, like a celebrity or something. Like Jake. Yeah. Jake the celebrity over there. What's your celebrity name? Jake the celebrity. Yeah. Dude. dude, I feel like the next rapper, Jake the celebrity. <laughs> oh. Jesus. And I then uh, is, I think that's the dumbest ten seconds we've ever recorded, and we talked about King Kong and Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And then uh, we moved back to the U.S. after Japan, and we went uh, when we lived in Washington. We went through the Olympic Mountain Range. Very beautiful, very uncomfortable uh, ride, and we slept. In, I literally slept in the fetus position for a good, I don't know, five hours. Uncomfortable, most uncomfortable moment in my life. That's all I have to say. Beautiful place. Uh, just make sure you have enough room. That's all I gotta say. That's a lot of traveling right there. That's that is a man Jake, of you, culture. You weren't in here for the last episode, but I was my same complaint about the entirety of the United Kingdom. <laughs> drives. They suck. And everything like London, great. Next place you want to go, five hours away through farms, on one lane roads, in little cars. Yo, oh, Evan, do you do you horrible. did you like the UK? Oh, it was awesome. It's awesome. It. I just hate it. I yeah. just hate it. Yeah, from, from this side of the table, it sounds like, yeah. London was great. Warminster was great. Southampton was great. Everything else was absolute dog water. How do you think I... Do you, do you really think I enjoy the drive from Texas to South Bend? No, it's going to suck. 
Yeah. Uh, have you guys does. driven cross country twice? That is, it was actually worth it. It's very nice drives. From like. From Florida to Washington, and then Washington, North oh, Carolina. Oh my god! And that—that's—that's that's two moves right there. Two of the thirteen moves I've ever made. Wow! Wow! Some people say thirteen—that's a big number. Yeah, some people make money moves. Jake makes thirteen of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean that summed up. That's a lot of my uh, travel stories. Yeah. That's dumb, man. We appreciate it. Um, How about you, Steve? What, what do you got? I mean, here's the thing. I'm a stupid individual. No, you're but not. I appreciate you saying that. But I am, and when I was sixteen, <laughs> I'll I'll when I was sixteen, I was a much dumber individual. And when I was sixteen, uh, I got offered to go play trumpet in Germany on mm. a little tour. And I was never very good at trumpet, but I was like, man, well, you want a tour? I was like, man, this is <laughs> this is my moment. <laughs> this is I'm going to Germany. I was never that good, but I got invited to come play on a jazz tour through Germany. So, yeah. Uh, so basically, the in, the entirety of the trip, I was just like, man. Actually, no. I'm gonna I'm gonna backpedal. I'm gonna tell the story chronologically. Okay. So we get. Here's the thing. When I go on trips, I never like set any expectations. Basically, I just hop on a plane and I show up in somewhere else. I'm like. Here we go. And so we got to Germany, and it was crazy long plane ride, and then we landed, and we immediately hopped in a bus, and it was a crazy, stupid, hot, stupid, long bus ride. And they were like, hey, if you guys fall asleep right now, you're probably screwed. So everybody's trying to stay awake uh, for, like, 45 minutes, and then we all fell asleep. And we woke up, and we were in, like, just this barren field. And they were like, all right, we're here for our first performance. We're like, what? Like, it, it looked like... We were just in the desert. Like, there was nothing there. How many people were with you guys oh as a group? There was, like, 40 of us. I mean, it was a small band, but for for a jazz set, that's not bad. We were doing Blues Brothers. And they're like, all right, now everybody get changed into your, into your performance attire and start walking. I'm like, what? You know, like, they we're 16, 17, 18, 15, dudes and chicks all on the same bus. And they're like, all right, everybody strip and get changed. So we did, and we did our first first performance. It was cool, and afterwards, they took us... So there's castles everywhere in Germany. People don't realize, like, you drive through Germany, and there are just castles on every every mountain. The only time I've been to Germany and seen castles uh, was play, playing uh, Call of Duty Zombies. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say, dude. But, so they stop, and they're like, all right, so we're going to walk up this mountain to this castle... And you have an option. You can either pay like two euros to get the trolley up the mountain, or you can walk. And we're like, screw that. We're American. We're not paying for your trolley. We're walking up this mountain. And so we start walking. And then after about, I don't know, it's probably 30 minutes of walking up these windy roads, we realize that we have made a grave mistake. It's like 95 degrees, and we're scaling a mountain. Um,. And so I, I realize that there's all these trails between these winding paths, right? So you can, like, take shortcuts to kind of cut your trip in probably a quarter. And I didn't take any, didn't take any. I was like, I don't want to take that risk. And then eventually it hit. I was like, man, I'm here to make some stories. Like, this is going to be – I'm going to have stories to come back with. I'm going to take one of these shortcuts. It's going to be cool. <clears throat> and so I finally take a shortcut, and I take three big jumps – up onto this hillside and 
I get up there and I'm woozy. Like I'm dizzy. I'm about to fall over. Because there's no flat water. There's no just regular water in Germany. It's all fizzy. Everything has carbonation. I'm dehydrated. And I'm like, well, I can either go back down this hill and I'll be the last one to show up to this castle and it'll be embarrassing. Or I can just follow this trail. So I follow it through just the absolute brush of this mountain. And I look out and I realize that I'm like, I'm on a sheer cliff. And about 20 yards in front of me is the wall of the castle. And so I'm standing like right on the base block of this wall with a cliff on my right. I'm 16 in Germany. And I have no idea what to do. So and are I, you I got, alone at this point? Oh, yeah, I'm alone. Nobody else is doing it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so at that point, you make a choice. It's like, do you turn back and you take the L and you take the long walk and you show up and you get yelled at? Or do you just push through? And so obviously I pushed through and I made it about 10 more yards and then there was a huge beehive attached to the wall of this castle. And so a second choice is to be made. First day in Germany, what are you going to do? Do you walk past the beehive or do you try and like scale your way down this hill? And so I tried to scale my way down this hill. I was like, screw it. L's are getting taken. I'm not fighting the bees off. And I start going down. I'm covered in mud. I'm bleeding. And I finally get down to the bottom. And I walk the road the rest of the way. I get up there. I get my ass chewed out. They're like, you shouldn't have been alone. You're 16 year old in Germany. What are you doing? Whatever. Saw the castle. Life goes on. And so we start, we're balling out in Germany. You know, we're having a beer here or there, which is legal because it's 16. And we're in homestays. So we're all with different families the entire time we're there. And obviously, one of the conversations that's taking place every night is like has there been a conversation about like world war ii like has that come up because you know we're 16 17 and we're kind of ignorant we're definitely immature but you know 16 17 year old dudes are hyped about world war ii all the time for whatever reason that's just the way it goes and so the one night it wasn't me we had a really great homestay um the only problem was there was two showers and there was two of us that stayed in the house and so one of the showers was inside, and it had, like, 16 different direction-facing nozzles. And so, I mean, it was incredible. It was the greatest shower of your life. <laughs> but the other shower was out next to the pool, which had no door. And so I took the hit. I was like, whatever. I said to my friend I was staying with, I was like, I'll, I'll shower in the outside shower. But every day when I'd hop in the shower, I would hear a noise outside. And I thought for sure somebody was seeing me showering in Germany in this house every morning, every afternoon. And this went on for 10 days, staying in Rangending in Germany, showering in the outside shower, absolutely just bare to the world. And I realized that it was an automatic lawnmower every day <sighs> would go up to the glass door and bump it once, turn around and continue mowing the lawn. But for nine days, I was terrified to shower. <laughs> but in another house, like I said, I just brought up World War II. In another house, a friend of mine um, was in a more tight-knit family, you could say. Um, basically, he got absolutely hammered with the family. Uh, they had a party, and my dude woke up in the morning on the bathroom floor wrapped in a German flag. 
Um, <laughs> that's, that's that is how weird. you know you're living life in Germany. Yes, sir. So that happened, and that's all I know, and that's all he knows um, because he has no memory of it. But what he did talk about, and what I, I like to tell this story because I feel like it is a good perspective, and it's easy to take it the wrong way. Um, I hope it doesn't offend anybody, but there was this conversation. The family basically just started talking to like they were all hammered, just sitting around taking shots, and um, they were like, "So." Do, do they? How much do you guys learn about uh, about World War Two? And this dude's on like thirteen shots. He's sixteen years old. He's like, uh, a lot. And so they're like, well, we feel like we have to tell you this. And basically, they just start talking about like how World War Two happened in this little town. And um, from what I understand, and I might be wrong in some ways, but the story itself is true. Um, they had this one, basically, mansion in this town um, from this wealthy Jewish family that lived there, and everybody else was pretty much poor. I mean, obviously, some people were successful, and they, they made made off well enough, but a lot of people were very poor, and they were in the middle of, of a recession. And one day, the residents of this mansion just disappeared long getaway whatever whatever the story was i have no idea it's a story that was passed down through generations but eventually this family was just gone and within weeks this mansion just became a textile factory and it's essentially the only thing that like kept food on people's tables and so you know we know what happened we know you know it's not it's not a summer home that this jewish family got sent to um but these German people, I guess they were they were just telling the story, just absolutely like in shambles. Um, you know the the way they said it was was what do you do? You either stay ignorant and silent and you keep eating, or you try and sound the alarm that nobody wants to hear. And even when that happens, what do you do? Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, for me, I don't know. Like I said, I just like to tell the story because I think that. We have such a one-dimensional view of, realistically, like, the mid to late 30s as a whole in Germany. And, and like, and we want to point fingers and say everything was easy from across the across the ocean, but... You know, I think that's me, a lot of history. It's just... Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But people that are so apologetic for a history that they had nothing to do with... Um, I don't know. I just think that's so powerful. And, like, it's this dichotomy of... We went out and, you know, we were we were practicing in a middle school where every day they would open up the closet, which was full of beer, and just start handing out cases. As we, we were 16 years old, practicing in a middle school in Germany. And, you know, like, it's fun to be rowdy and, and to play music and, and go ham. But, like, in the background, there's these conversations that are taking place. And it's just something I've always appreciated. But... I think that's all I got on Germany. I could tell a few more small stories, but nothing that is really all that interesting. Yeah. No. What else we got, boys? Where else we been? Uh, I haven't been out of the country, but uh, one place I can say I've been is uh, Washington, D.C. It's actually really beautiful. Um, the people there... They definitely made me feel fatter than I already was because all you see are people jogging, walking from place to place, and they're fit. 
They are fit. And it's funny because there's like little like food trucks all all around, mm. all around like the yeah. areas. And they're still fit. So, but I've been to... to Those food trucks are there for dudes like you. Yeah. That's the thing. They're there yeah. for the tourists. They're for the tourists, yeah. They're like, man, don't you want to look like these people? <laughs> we know you don't. <laughs> Come on over to Fat Tony's food truck, baby. Honestly. And I think I remember getting like an ice cream from one of those food trucks. <laughs> but, 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 but was it a gelato from Italy? Oh, no. No, because it was skinny We're in Washington, D.C. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I do remember, I do remember um, going to the Smithsonian, the one with the, mm-hmm. yeah. the space and airplane. Oh, that, that, that one was very... See, I, have you I, been there? No, I, I, I was uh, at a college tour for University of Delaware. And my dad and I drove through, drove to D.C. because it it's only, what, a two-hour drive. And uh, it's raining, and we can't find a parking spot, so I didn't get to go to the Smithsonian Air Museum. But, yeah. It's, it's, I, I, can it's tell from your, I can tell from your face that it yeah, was really it, cool. It's, it That's was awesome. pretty cool. Uh, another thing that I can say that I did while in D.C. was that I was able to walk in the Capitol and uh, take a tour. The Capitol is beautiful. It looked very nice. You didn't even have to break a window. <laughs> Too soon. That's fair. <laughs> uh, another thing is I was able to, uh, of course, the White House is like heavily guarded, so you're only able to see from such a distance, but I was able to see. Well, that rule has been a little malleable lately. <laughs> whoa, 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 I'm not whoa. Going there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That... Yeah. Uh, it's just... That other than that, I've been to Chicago, but everyone knows my Chicago stories. You know, everyone knows that my father's from Chicago. Family. Well, actually, just just the five of us knew that. Well, Not everybody knows that. Wow. Well, the slums now. The slums now. Well, this is this is the slums to the world. Yeah. Tell us tell us about pops. Uh, pops, Jose. <laughs> Jose, if you're out there, <laughs> love he, you, pops. He uh, born and raised in Chicago. Um, on the south, on the south side of Chicago, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, How did you get down to uh, Texas? Oh, because of work. Work. I moved down at the age of I think nineteen. What does your dad do? Uh, he's a he's a contract manager okay. for um, for Verizon. Nice. Very good man. Good man. <laughs> 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 how'd, you, how'd your dad get down to texas he's a very good man <laughs> i love him i know two people work over my dad my dad's listening this week <laughs> no i i told him that we we're shooting this and he was like send me the link when <laughs> it's like it's like uh make sure to include me <laughs> dad we're throwing a party this weekend send me the addy son <laughs> but yeah i yeah. do want to throw this in there nate's dad really is a good dude like we got three me three theology majors in here right now some of the like since I got here, we've had great theology discussions. But one of my favorite was with your dad. I'm not gonna lie to you. Oh yeah. <laughs> one thing, one thing, not a lot of people know is that my dad was actually gonna go into the seminary. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow. He went to he went to uh, Quigley South, and then it turned into brother brother Rice, and then so because school shut down, so now yeah turned into brother rice but he graduated and then he was going to go into the seminary of course it wasn't for him obviously because took a different route but well yeah here you are yeah right (laughs) but um yeah 
uh, if you ever talk like religion mm-hmm. with him, he surprisingly knows what he's talking about. Oh yeah, yeah. And I, it, it's it's funny because a lot of people who like meet my dad, they they really do get along with him and um, uh, the, the uh, RRA Ben. He, he's always coming up to me. I'd love to have a beer with your dad and just talk. <laughs> well, I think we've all said that at least yeah. once. We like, all absolutely have. So, yeah, I mean, you learn a thing or two from, obviously, from somewhere else, right? And he's the one who's really encouraged me to, like, get out of Texas. You know, this, he told me, you know, go experience something new. Go go see something different. And if it's not for you, home is always home. Like Yeah. So, you know, I took him up on that offer. And here I am here in South Bend, Indiana, enjoying the time of my life. Bro, we got to get your dad on the Slumcast. We uh, really do. Well, I think that's the thing. Like, realistically, I obviously say this with love, but, like, you're a dumbass. Oh, but I know are, that for but sure. you are a dumbass with a lot of wisdom. And, like, just having heard your conversations with your parents and, like, hearing about your dad and, like, hearing how witty your mom is and how you guys talk, like, it's very apparent that, like, you were raised well. Like... I love my mom. You know, she's another person. She's very, you know, other stories. My dad, he would always travel because of work. Uh, When I was born, Aiden and I, Sophia, my sister, she was barely even, like, a a thing. But it was, was, (laughs) she came later. But Aiden and I, when we were younger, my dad was always traveling. So it would be hard. I'd rarely get to see him because of work. So my mom, she raised us uh, the best she could, you know, and I, don't ever just, just I, I don't ever like look down on how she, I always give her I always like thank her for, for all the time she's done you know because it takes a lot of work to ra- uh, to w- raise two kids coming up with the third one especially with kids like you guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah so and they're uh, they're still happily married which I'm very happy to say. <laughs> Amen. Amen. If, if I could just throw that out there. Uh, yeah. Looking back a little further, uh, that was the day my parents uh, met. And then... Uh, yeah, no. Um, no, that's dope. Yeah. And I think, you know, just hearing this now, like, I mean, this wasn't planned. I'm not complaining anyway. But I, th- I think that we could talk about this for another, you know, 20, 30 minutes. So in the future, I'm sure it'll come up again. But as of right now... I think I'm going to bust out some homework, if I'm being completely honest. Yeah. And we're serious. Papa Cavazos, we're know you're, we know you're listening. We really do want to get you on here sometime. Yeah, we do want to drink a beer with you. <laughs> we want to do. He, he's, I, I talked to him the other day, and he was like, yeah, dude, I'll fly out. I'll fly out. <laughs> That'd be so yeah, was cool. Like, I, yes, sir. I, he said, he's like, yeah, I got the vaccine. I think I'm ready. <laughs> well, right. on that note, Papa Cavazos is ready to come out maybe next time. But for now, we're going to check out Boys Give one farewell word for the day. Evan, we love you guys. Nathan, enjoy yourselves. Live life. Steve, work hard, play hard. Jake, one moment of pain is worth a lifetime of glory. That was deep. Uh, (laughs) He said work hard, play hard. I got to rethink this. I don't know. I'll figure it out. Uh, For now... Thank you for listening. We appreciate you. Until next time, we'll be here. We'll be in the slums. We'll be thinking of you. Please think of us. We love you once more. Later.